Now, I wish fewer of my stories ended with, and then I woke up without pants on the bathroom floor, and yet here we are. I do not throw up, but if I had, I imagine the effect would have been like vomiting mouthwash (laughs) again and again. Emily was right. Day drinking is bad. Hello and welcome. I'm Jen Lancaster, and this is the Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. Our opening shot was a blurb from my memoir, Stories I'd Tell in Bars, detailing the mojito incident, (laughs) which we'll get into later in the show. Um, Spoiler alert, I can't even chew mint-flavored gum at this point. Now, before we get into the happy hour portion of our show, let's say hey to DJ Lee Farmer. He's providing our music and mastering the mix. I'd also like to introduce my podcasting partner, Gina B. Hello, beautiful people, and thank you for tuning into our podcast here, Stories We Tell in Bars. I'd like to thank everyone who's been listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or whether you're just listening to it in someone else's car as they're driving by. That would be um, cool. That would be cool. <laughs> now, if you're new to the show, welcome. Our topic here at Stories We Tell in Bars range from life to liberty, but mostly pertain to our very own special pursuit of bullshit. And we have um, our special bullshit guests today, which are Fletch and DJ Lee Farmer. Yay. We're going to talk. I'm a bullshit guest or I'm... <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah. We're Maybe I said guests. that wrong. Right. No, it's, you're not you're, bullshit you're guests, but you're good at the bullshit. Okay. Or, or are we full of shit guests? Maybe. <laughs> or, spit, Maybe. or, yeah, okay. adept at bullshit. <laughs> so, Jen, we're going to have fun today, apparently. Yeah. Um, usually we record these like midday on a Tuesday. So even though this is a show about the stories we tell while drinking, we're usually having water or iced tea. But we're here on a Friday night, so we're definitely drinking right now. Yay! Of course, um, because I'm the nerd in the group, I, I did some research in getting ready for the show. And I'm going to be sharing some of the fun facts I discovered throughout today's podcast. For example, Gina, did you know that hard spirits don't contain any cholesterol, carbohydrates, or fats of any kind? Absolutely, I did, and that is the reason why I try to keep all sugar out of my liquor. I had no idea. I yeah. honestly didn't. I don't drink any sugar with liquor, so I will drink anything straight. Hmm. Um, not anything, but yeah. when I drink hard liquor, it's straight, or I drink red wine. Now, I know that your drink of choice is Jack Daniels, and I looked it up. That's only 65 calories per ounce. Exactly. That's why you're thin. You like low-cal liquor. See, I'm I'm much more likely to order something stupid, like a pina colada, which is 3 grams of fat and almost 30 grams of carbohydrates and 30 grams of sugar. But you do get a festive little umbrella with your drinks. Well, that's true. And you usually get a hunk of fruit, too. You know, um... When, when we were at beaches a couple years ago, I went on a girl's trip. I drank this cocktail called a dirty banana, huh. like all day, every day. And, and down there, I mean, you get as many drinks as you want, but the bartenders don't add a ton of liquor. And again, I will elaborate on why that's important to the mojito story later. But let me just say this. The dirty bananas, each one of them had an entire banana blended into it. It was delicious. Over the course of three days, I must have sucked down, and I'm not exaggerating, um, 25 bananas. (laughs) I don't even (laughs) want to think about how many calories that was. But on the plus side, I didn't get any leg cramps since I was so full up on potassium. Okay, let me give you a little, little clue for next time. Don't tell anybody ever that you went on vacation and sucked down 25 bananas. <laughs> I'm just saying. Especially this dirty bananas. Dirty yeah. bananas. Yeah, yeah it's really gross. Anyway, that's good information to have it for those. Like hedonism. Yeah, yeah, you would know. Um, that's good information for, to have for those who are participating in our fitness challenge. So maybe lay off the banana drinks. Um, in case you didn't know, 
we are doing a fitness challenge and it was something that we we talked about in the podcast and, and people were behind it so we have a facebook group stories we tell in bars fitness challenge where we support each other people are being so nice to each other they i love this. are i really really love the camaraderie of our group yeah there are a couple of people that are you know standouts that talk all the time and always have something beautiful to say to someone yeah. and i just love it it's just it's a great little community um so jump on in the water's fine mm-hmm. and um you know feel free to, to to, to ask for permission to join, and, and I'll accept everyone's you. Everyone's going to be nice to you, no matter how you look in your bathing suit. Absolutely, we've proven this. Yeah. So you know. Uh, anyway, Jen, why don't you give the toast today and tell everyone what you're drinking? I'm having Pinot Noir. Okay. Okay. I like doing the toast. I am drinking Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Now, today's toast is one of my favorite all-time Simpsons quotes, and it goes like this: "To alcohol." The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Salute. Cheers. You know what? Before we head into the first break, let's be responsible here and quickly go over a couple of facts about alcohol abuse. (laughs) That's the literal definition of being a (laughs) buzzkill. I'm totally okay with that. So these facts facts come from dosomething.org, which is a campaign for young people to make a positive change. Well, that would not include us since we're old and already broken. Speak for yourself, (laughs) darling. Anyway, fact. Alcohol is a substance that impairs judgment when consumed and can lead to drinking and driving on Unintended sexual activity, violence, or other dangerous behaviors. That means that the more you drink, the better we sound. That's the whole point, isn't it? Well, essentially, alcohol can lead to dancing on tables or trying to steal street signs or or thinking you can rap. And by you, I I mean me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, We'll have more of Jen's rapping later. Um, (laughs) Maybe on film. Anyway, every year in the U.S., roughly 5,000 people under the age of 21 die from an alcohol related incident including car crashes homicides suicides alcohol poisoning and other related injuries okay that's legitimately terrible i do i don't you think that's that's awful that's horrible yeah um but i wonder how much having uber changes these stats i know that when fletch and i took the cop class we learned that duis were way down in lake forest because of the the ride sharing Mm -hmm. programs Mm -hmm. and the cops were happy because lives were saved but it they had to start doing things differently because duis are a huge source of revenue and so now some of their gear they have to get the from the police foundation now because they're not making it on duis that's so sad that like duis DUIs are such... uh, Anyway... I just hate what our country makes money off of. Um, Okay, fact. 18 to 34-year-olds binge drink the most. Binging can lead to unplanned pregnancy, car accidents, spread of STDs, violence, or alcohol dependence. For for ish. (laughs) As the the only parent in here, I cringe when I read that stuff. Uh, Yep. They're getting getting it in. It can also lead to all sorts of awesome things. After each of these, I just want to get, woo Friday night. Well, I I think the binge drinking can also lead to... um, shameful texts to your ex. Yeah, and what did we talk about in the last episode? Don't dick do that. Pics. Oh, yeah, don't do dick pics. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, I, I would not be able to send one. That's right, but you could send other pics. But anyway, um, so fact, alcohol abuse can lead to long-term health issues like cardiovascular disease, cancer of the throat, liver, or mouth, anxiety, and depression, dementia, liver disease, and much more. This is a feel-good episode, isn't Jeez. it? Okay, no, I wanted to get this out of the way. <laughs> I thought that we should be responsible first, and we should also mention that the, the binge drinking can lead to a fat ass after having a bottle of wine when you decide you're going to eat all the cheese. 
This episode is a lot less fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it is. But don't you feel better now that we've done the responsible thing and offered a few caveats? I do. It's like we just had everyone sign a disclaimer before getting on the dangerous ride. It can also lead to epic pants-off dance-off. Or... Is that good? I don't know. I don't I know. Just, I don't it think rhymes, so. so you can't argue with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gene is cr- literally so cringing. Don't right be now. tardy for the party is also yeah. a rhyme. And we all know there, that's bad. There are so many things that binge drinking can, great things that binge drinking But we can't can. just do an episode while wow, binge drinking is so great. So everyone should just, just well, do we it. Had we to, can't we do had that. to get the caveats out of the that, way first. That that's was, the whole point. Yes. I think that's what Jen was thinking. So We don't want to scare everyone off like, oh, God, I'm giving a lecture. <laughs> and with that, I think we're ready for our first break and a refill. Coming up, the binge, quite literally and figuratively, after these messages. We'll be right Hey, Gina B here with my co-host Jen Lancaster, and this is Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. We are welcoming you back to the binge portion of our show, where we're talking about drinking. And uh, as we said earlier, who better to have as our special guest today than two of the drinkingest guys we know. Guys, say hello. We didn't actually have you formally say hello. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Shalom. Well, okay, that's Fletch, and the one first was Lee, so now you know who's who. Exactly. And you know what? You're not the only one who can use the Google. (laughs) (laughs) I found that the first Thanksgiving, a holiday we always celebrate together, didn't have any of the items that we normally associate with the day. Like, they didn't have turkey or mashed potatoes, but they did have beer, brandy, gin, and wine. So essentially, they had our Thanksgiving. All they were missing were the the cards against humanity. Exactly. And if the, you know, if we're thinking about the traditional, the original Thanksgiving, they were totally against humanity. So yeah. Oh, they really were. Yeah. So drink to that. Hey, um, my family was there. I think. Okay. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would be fun if we each talked about the first time we ever drank because I know there are stories there we've never discussed. And I guess I'll start it off. Yeah. Um, so I'm the child of a musician. And musicians' kids, uh, I always joke that we have hollow legs because we can all drink um, to the point where some of us become alcoholics. So it's a whole different problem. I'm not an alcoholic, so I can get it in. And I think the first time I drank was when my dad, I went with my dad on tour. How old were you? Uh, I was a teenager, like 14 maybe. Okay. My dad played with one, one of the Rolling Stones tours. And... I went with him for part And you of said it. that so cool. I'm going to I'm going to give you a bonus ding. We're doing a thing where if you say oh, something Lord. pretentious, you get a ding, but you just threw that in there so nicely that you get like a bonus ding. So you can oh, be an just, asshole an somewhere un-ding. else. That's an unding. Somewhere else in the show because you said that so nicely. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, so I, I did a bonus ding. Oh, so I get a I have a ding credit. You have a ding credit. Okay. Yeah. That, I feel good about that. You have, a, you have that. a ding wow. in the ding bank. Oh, wow. I can ding <laughs> again that's later. Stories we tell in bars first. I know. Me having a ding credit. So, Damn. yeah, so my dad was on tour and and I, there's a lot of liquor to get into when you're backstage in general at a concert, much less if you're backstage at the Stones. I mean, that's yeah. just... A lot of it belongs to Keith Richards. Yeah, the Jack Daniels. <laughs> don't touch that. That's Keith's. Um, but he was very nice, and he would share. So Especially uh, with... Uh, how old were you? 14, uh-huh. she said. A 14. 14-year-old girl? No one was giving... Okay, let's Isn't be that clear. That's no, good to know. No. Liquor with you are so terrible. No. They okay, were, I'm going to ding both of you. Yeah, ding, both ding. of you get dings, oh, because they were, they were very nice people. Like, they were not... <laughs> 
No one was giving us liquor. Let me be clear. The kids were taking the liquor. Nobody was giving us liquor. I remember I got into one of these small cans of German beer. It was one of those, it was like the size of about a Red Bull can. I don't even know what it was. And it was so strong. Like I thought, oh, I can just drink this because it was, you know, fizzy and looked pretty. In a kid's size can. I was can. on my ass. <laughs> like my parents were like, what is wrong with her? And she's just got jet lag. No, I was drunk. And I didn't really even know what drunk was at that point. Hmm. Yet there I was. So it was from that little can of German beer. No. Uh, did you did you get sick afterwards, or you just got you just had the one? Yeah, I got kind of sick. I believe I threw up, mm-hmm. and I have not liked beer ever since. Hmm. Now for Gina me, will throw up if she drinks tap water. Okay, yeah. so <sighs> she like a um, cat. <laughs> just things just don't stay in you. They don't. I am a good. I, yeah, I won't say this because you, I'll get we'll get a lot of hate mail. Lick yeah, your paws I'm, and throw I'm up a productive dinner. vomiter, but I am not. I do not have an eating disorder. I can just things make me sick. As well. Okay. Say. Well, for me, um, the first time. Uh, the first time was at a cousin's wedding. I was 13, uh-huh. and the bartenders were just serving us. So one of my cousins was like, oh, you'd like a sombrero. And it was like this Kahlua and cream, and it just it was like a milkshake. I'm like, this is goddamn delicious. So we were just dancing with everyone. We were, we were slam dancing at a cousin's wedding. I mean, not intentionally. We were just plowing into people. And then I went back to my Auntie Virginia's house and threw up all over her velvet couch, which did not go over well. All over the couch? But it's like, well, you... Everyone was feeding a 13-year-old drinks. Don't do that. But my favorite one is actually, because I, I didn't drink in high school. I was, you know, really, I was, I was going to say a good kid, but I was just a nerd. But um, I went down, my whole family went down when I was a senior in high school to visit my brother at Purdue, and we went to a football game, and they're like, well, my, the parents are going to sit over here. Jen, you just go sit with your brother's fraternity. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that didn't end up real, real drinky-drinky. So I'm liquored up afterwards. My parents have no idea. We're going to dinner and I'm like I gotta pee and my dad said oh Mexican pizza does sound great let's order that like what yeah, yeah so that that's uh, one of my indication of how attentive a parent he was oh absolutely so what's when did you drink first Fletch I have no idea I, I really can't remember the first time were you um, in diapers <laughs> no because it, the ironic thing There's is I here. was probably freshman or sophomore in high school Okay. Because my family were all teetotaling Baptists. Oh. There was no alcohol in my house as I grew up. And it was, it was, I would have been better off bringing child pornography or a, a dead hooker into the house. <laughs> <laughs> my parents could have possibly overlooked that with oh a good God. beating. Yeah. But if I brought alcohol in the house, oh my God. I wouldn't be here. I'd, there'd be a shallow grave in the backyard. Blasphemy. So it's prohibition in the Fletcher house. Yeah, right. Apparently. Well, because oh. as as we know within our family, that there's a, there's a, it skipped a generation because well, my. Well, you're great. Oh. No, because my grandfather was a bootlegger. Well, I finally convinced you he was a bootlegger because you're like, oh no, he ran the dry cleaning concession in the coal mine in the 30s. I'm like, 
So they had a lot of uh, their shirts getting pressed in the coal right. mine in the 30s. He's <laughs> like, well, he worked a lot with chemicals. I'm like, honey, he was a bootlegger. And he's like, He had a oh. still. Right. I don't think he had a still, but he had a laundry truck that came in and out of mining camps in Depression-era Appalachia. Because you know they oh, needed their shirts they, white. They, they smuggled the liquor in the right. hookers in the laundry truck. So exactly. he basically had the equivalent of a mobile meth lab back right. in the early days. Right. Okay. And apparently my dad was all opposed to drinking because he, out of... Six kids, there were five girls, and he was the only boy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his job was to go pick up granddad when he would crash the laundry truck into a tree. <laughs> so, I can understand how the family, you know, kind you're, you're super close to bringing us down. My point being, it skipped the generation, but it's back with a vengeance. Um, Lee, how about you? <laughs> I don't remember. I think the first time I may have drank would. That this point well, he has a happier failed. story. High school might have been a tequila sunrise. Well, it was the 80s. And Lee. if it wasn't that, it was Miller High Life. Lee, how about you? <laughs> okay, so um, when was the first time? Okay, first time, my friend I grew up with um, who lived a couple houses down, his name is Keith. Oh, Lord. Um, his dad had a pint of old granddad Ugh. that he had forgotten about mm. that was in the back of a closet somewhere in the pantry <laughs> or something like that. So Keith found it and brought it over to me in the backyard. And it was maybe fall, like, I don't know, 40, 50 degrees. So we used to have this uh, camper that my dad bought that never left the house. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad brought this camper to have these grand designs of us like seeing the country and like having this camper. The thing sat in the backyard. It's like you grew up in the Bible Belt or something. Right. <laughs> we had a couple no, of those. Right. So it sat in the backyard did. and then we would open it up and that would be kind of like me and my brother's frat house. <laughs> <laughs> it was the bone shack of right. back well, in the day. Yeah, that too, later on in yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Well, those so, are good stories. Yeah, so then we went into the camper and we drank this pint of uh, old granddad. So the next thing you know, we had a basketball hoop in the, in the backyard. So we're all out there playing basketball in 40 degree weather with our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> and so my mother comes out because we're burning mother. up because we're drinking oh. all this liquor. So my mother comes out and she's like, Bless her heart. what is wrong with you? It's 40 degrees. Why are you guys out here with no shirts on? Get in the house. And so as we're walking in the house, we're sweating, and she smells the liquor. Oh. <laughs> and so we all got grounded. There's a very specific smell of booze sweat. Mm-hmm. There is. It's, it's like booze fumes. It's Especially off of, like, sixth graders that have never... Sixth graders? Yeah, we were, like, 12 years oh. old. Well, I'll tell you what. A little later, when I was in high school, I um, was at one of my friend's houses, and we were playing a drinking game. And we played with... Didn't play a lot of drinking games on the speech team, FYI. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably not. We played. I don't know what it was we were playing, but we were playing over at my friend's house. It was during the day, so we were day drinking. And we were playing with Martel Cognac, Ugh. which don't ever do that. So I didn't know. We're drinking. And then he, my friend had to go to work, so we had to leave his house. He's like, I've got to drop you off. I'm like, at home? Because I was super <laughs> wrecked. And so I get in the house. My mother's like on the phone, not paying that much attention. So I was like, yeah, mom, I'm going to go read a book or something, (laughs) which, you know, I was, as I was wont to do. Right. But I get in the house. I'm trying to read a book, which is the dumbest thing you can do when you're super, like things are spinning and the ceiling fans on. Exactly. So 
I go to the bathroom, I throw up, and I think, okay, it's all out of my system. Go back, lay down. But then for some reason, I'm paranoid, as though my mother was going to know that I went back in the bathroom. She couldn't have even <laughs> seen me. It was very weird. So my mother walks into my room just as I'm throwing up in the garbage can. Oh. And what I tell her is that we'd been to Fuddruckers, <laughs> and I had some fries that made me sick, even though I don't know how she bought that because the whole room smelled like a distillery. I mean, but I... But you were throw-up kitty, so maybe it was it was plausible. Maybe, but I mean, French fries, she couldn't have smelled that. that I, mm. I don't really even understand, but yeah. So she, for, from that day forward, every time we'd pass the FUD records, you know, those fries made you really sick. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, mom. She you was know alluding that, anyway. to yeah. something. Yeah. You know, there was... is always, this is, this is my theory from being a bar waitress and having to clean up after people who throw up. There is always pineapple in people's vomit. Always. No matter what, there's always a chunk of pineapple in it. Mm-mm. I don't know how. Uh, if, not you have, if you have no. not eaten pineapple, anyway. No, no, it's it, it somehow ends up there. The pineapple you've eaten in your lifetime comes out then. Anyway, another fun fact. All right. Um, did you know, <laughs> Fletch, this will be interesting to you. Did you know that Mountain Dew was originally made to be mixed with whiskey? <laughs> I did not. Now. Yeah, no. I feel like I owe you an apology for every time you've mixed yourself a Dew driver. I did not because I was not briefed on this um, episode well, beforehand. Fletch, did you copyright that? Did you patent that invention? I, I do driver. I have now. Well, explain people what the do driver is the and when you drink it. The do driver was created in Fourth uh, of July or Independence Day. By the pool. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. 2012. No. Yeah, around about then. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it had to be. We were there. That's not matter. When we had when we had a party at our house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. We had the you know the party that was supposed to be super classy doing the uh, Dow of Martha, and you white trashed all over it. Oh, I know, because I discovered that I could order Fourth of July things on Amazon, and you know what? You shouldn't celebrate your country's Independence Day with goods from China because it's all cheap and tacky, and it was also 105 degrees out. Oh, it was so sick. Um, I had left the heater on in the pool for too long so the pool was also 105 degrees it was like soup every bit of it was disgusting it was right. so soupy it was no one cares about the pool temperature what they care about is that <laughs> we, we didn't we couldn't have beer in bottles because it was by the pool and we couldn't have a keg for some reason so we had about 130 beers in cans most of which were miller high life but if you didn't want a Miller High Life, it kind of went in and poked around the house like, well, what do we have that's not beer in a can? We had a giant jug of Tito's handmade vodka. Because you know why we always have Tito's? Because every time I'm looking for Tila, I'm like, oh, Tito's. And then I get it home and I'm like, God damn it, it's vodka. Don't name yourself Tito's if you're not tequila. I'm sorry. It kind of looks like a Tito's. Wait, do I get a dang for that? But, yeah, almost. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm like, okay. But, but we had but still, Tito's, which is sense, damn though. fine vodka. I will say that if you're going to drink vodka, you should drink Tito's because yeah. it's American and it's and it's good. excellent. It's fine, but it's not tequila. But, and every time I'm like, oh, why don't I just get Tito's? Because it's yeah. right next to the tequila. That's that's it's. You mix it with Mountain Dew, not just any Mountain Dew, but Mountain Dew throwback with the original with real sugar, and you have yourself a Dew driver, you much do. like a screwdriver, without but the do. orange juice. Yeah, but Mountain Dew is made with orange juice. 
Well, there you go. It is. Yes. Yeah. Is there what? What's what's? It's primarily 1%? a citrus beverage. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's a. It's a soda. So it's, it's a right. soda, but it's, it's primarily it's juice and it is orange juice. Uh, yes. Okay. So it's probably ninety nine percent bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. maybe one percent orange yeah. juice. I Buzzfeed would not lie to me about what is in my Mountain Dew. I was eighteen before yeah. I understood. I was eighteen and went in the military before I understood that Mountain Dew was not a, a, a like Gatorade. It's not water. It will dehydrate you. We drank, when I was a kid, we would drink six to seven of those a day. You're Googling that right now. You I don't am. believe me. Right. Well, no, I, I, we we want to see the percentage. In the, per, in the Persian Gulf on watch. Oh, I don't yeah. think that there's a lot when of we were on watch. in it. Oh, in the middle? It, yeah. yeah. And then even going to shouting at Because that was the best yeah. thing to keep us awake. I'm shouting in the mic. Um, but yeah, I'm so yeah, I actually, I did know it was made not to mix, not to mix with that. whiskey. But yeah, that's moonshine. why it was created, yeah. With moonshine. Mm, oh, we got to try that. You got wow. I don't know. No, I, I can't yeah. imagine they would have Mountain Dew. I'm sure I got to run the stove. No, no we stop don't that. have Mountain Dew. Let me borrow your car. We have no stuff. <laughs> okay, why don't we move on? After all those beers you've had. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that's a good segue to get into the dumbest thing we ever did while under the influence. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think. I plead the fifth. Mm. <laughs> you've done some, oh, so many bad? stupid things. Lee is just, ugh. Fletch, what have you, what's the dumbest thing you've done? I, oh, oh, I can tell him right now. I don't know if statutes of limitations are. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's a great You think you know. That's why I played the fifth. Gina, um. <laughs> no, what have I got? Here? I'm trying to think. The du- I've done so many dumb things while drunk. What kind of decency Laws? Do we? You know, what are we abiding by right now? Like none oh. of us were briefed on this. Segment, yeah, I think, like, I think uh, my mojito seg, my my, my oh, mojito well, thing is, okay. is pales in comparison. Let's talk oh, yeah. about that. Yes, you did not jump in, and I think you should. You should yeah. start. Well, I, I, apparently, I'm the only one who's going to share, and I didn't do anything terrible. It was just horrible. It was hysterical. Okay, I saw the video. You didn't goes, do anything illegal. Honey, you're shouting. Don't shout. It, it, well, okay. It all <laughs> the Fletchcasters. It all goes back to beaches where you know where we had fifteen, twenty. Where we had fifteen or twenty cocktails a day that oh. the resort beaches, um, and they would put like like a thimble full of liquor. So we were drinking mojitos a lot while we were there too. Um, and I came home and I'm like, well, I'll just hey, we're gonna play pooly ball, which is a stupid sort of in pool verbal volleyball hit each other with a dodgeball game that's just the dumbest thing that's a lot of fun um and i told fletch well i think i'm gonna make myself a mojito because i have my big tumbler that i brought to beaches so i'm gonna do that so i made myself a mojito and it was absolutely delicious so i'm drinking it it's like a big peppermint milkshake it's so good um and i ended up just getting Batshit bug fuck ham sandwich shit housed oh, yeah. because I was making it with one cup rum, two cups ice, one cup simple. I'm like, yeah. so it dev- my day devolved so quickly till I was just lying back in the pool shouting the recipe, screaming for Fletch to make me a mojito. He he's like taking videos of me and, and sending s- him to me via yeah. text, which I thought You're was like, like, what is going on right now? So <laughs> we started at. Two I was passed out on the bathroom floor without pants by 6 p.m. And I woke up in time to still have the whole night to be hungover. Fletch, you have nothing to add here. Oh, you no, I've got it. plenty to add. Is that, yes, I was texting video to Gina. 
it, they, and saying, it was so much fun. Right. Yeah. And half, halfway, half was, you should see this, half was, should I be concerned? Right. I've never exactly. been that drunk. And here's the thing. I, I don't like to drink that much. I usually have like two or three and then I'll stop because I don't like being hung over. I have like chronic vertigo for my stupid sinuses. So I don't do things that make myself dizzy. I don't go on carousels. I don't spin myself in circles. I don't do things that make me dizzy. Well, you just got accidentally drunk. Have you had one since? Oh, God, no, no, no. I mean, like, there's... I can't eat the mint sauce with... Ow, you just pulled my hair. With Indian food, um, there's been a couple times that I've seen, like, a fruity mojito described in a menu, and I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. Wait, no, I can't. (laughs) You know, we did not invent being dumb from drinking. Mm. Do you realize that Shakespeare used to play a game called Flap Dragon, which entailed grabbing flaming raisins from a bowl of burning brandy and stuffing them into his mouth to put out the flame? That must have been the 1600s. <laughs> that must have been the 1600s version of the Tide Pod Challenge, actually. Okay, so it kind of sounds like, like a flaming Dr. Pepper, almost. It, oh. Well, it's better than, than eating detergent. How is this a thing? Is How did this thing? suddenly become a thing? We just heard it for the first time. A kid did it in his act in our stand-up class. I mean, that's the first I've heard of it. He yeah. was talking about eating he Tide Pods. He did it or talked about it? No, he oh. talked, talked about, about his fraternity it. brothers doing it. I, don't, I, I think he's too smart to do it. Right, How is this a thing? Ate. No. Um, I don't understand why it would be. I think it started, I think some kid, and I, by kid I mean little kid, um, ate some by accident. And there was like, oh, isn't that, you know, dumb or funny what, or whatever it, it is. It didn't kill him, so they thought it was an, a good I idea? I guess they thought it would be a good challenge. Like, you well, eat a Tide die, Pod so and not die. What is the challenge? I think you eat Tide Pods and your You're asshole alive. friends film it and they put it on YouTube. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to do something and I don't die. Pretty much. And you win? That's so yeah, hillbilly, if right? You, that's, if you don't die, you win. That's that's so so see, I think that sounds very frat. I think hillbillies are smarter than that. I think oh. I think, I think half of hillbillies die after saying, hey, look at this. Yeah. No, it's, hey, watch your shit. Oh, right. right. Hey, check, Hold my beer, watch hey, your check shit. this shit out. Yeah. But it, it, hillbillies and fraternity, it, it, they're not that different. I've done both. <laughs> I have experience. Yeah, uh, you're right. It, it's a little it's both. The dumbest shit in the world. But I want to know what you what you think is the dumbest. What you think is the dumbest thing I've ever done? Well, you know, drinking. I don't think it was. It, it wasn't blatantly dumb. He pulled a gun was, on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, that's not even it. That's okay. not even the worst. <laughs> no, um, it was when we used to live in Lincoln Park. I, I didn't really pull a gun. I know. I'm just I teasing just, you. I just said you it just on put the it, table. The, you put the gun down. I'm right. just, I'm I just, just put it on a table. I'm fucking with you. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, this, was, gold. this was yeah, this was this. in Lincoln Park. Um, we had This we had was a, actually pretty good. Yeah, we had a carriage house in Lincoln Park. Fletch had the apartment on the first floor. I had the second floor, and we just made it like like a duplex with an attached back stairs. So we're we'd been out, and this is in the '90s when we drank. And we didn't um, know any better. Yeah, so we we had been out, and I'm Fletch couldn't unlock the door, so I'm unlocking the door. He's standing on his stoop. All of a sudden, he just he he goes down like like a lumberjack felling a pine tree. It just like. Imagine him straight up and then just angling down 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90%. Boom. Landed, used his face to break his fall. (laughs) So he just, he fell and landed on his face and then just laughed. You broke your glasses, you tore your face all up, and then for a week at work you had to tell people you had an accident on your bike (laughs) because you were too dumb to stop yourself. You just, you just let your face break your fall. 
That's drunk. Oh, that's not the dumbest thing I did. Oh, like when you broke your, no. Oh, when you broke your tailbone when you went back for, ha- uh, no, for homecoming and you fell in the shower at a fraternity house. No, that what that was still. Think was, that was not a, dumb. That was just uncoordinated. This is when you set off the the hand grenade in the in the alley. Might have been. Oh yeah, my we're not, god. Yeah, we're not getting into that. It's just because I'll just get mad. Why did you have a hand grenade? It sounds like an episode of Jackass. It wasn't a hand grenade. It was a grenade simulator. Um, well, they need to be more careful in the National okay. Guard when they let people check out they equipment. They really should be more, yeah. Indiana. So does a grenade simulator do nothing? Like, it's Oh, a, no, it simulates a grenade and the police come. It doesn't have shrapnel. Oh. Right. It's cardboard. Oh. Well, thank God. The, the bang. Thank God it's no an shrapnel. explosion. It's yeah, an explosion. Yeah, it's a flashbang grenade. Mm-hmm. And if you... And when your, your then-girlfriend that you eventually marry is mad at you and your drunk friend... And you decide, fuck this, we're going to my drunk friend's house. Uh-huh. And you walk out in the, you uh, walk out in the alley. First. And you go, hey, watch this, hold my beer, watch this mm-hmm. shit. Check this shit out. And you pull the pin on the grenade simulator that you got in the National Guard about five years. You know, like, well, yeah, when you're... And you, you, you look left and right, you toss it in a dumpster, and you go, run. <laughs> and the entire block shakes. And you stayed around like for that? SWAT team showed up. No. You didn't know because you weren't home. But I'm watching the police. Well, I didn't do Looking this. for the. I'm say, I'm speaking hypothetically. Okay, we're gonna move on. Yeah, move on. No one was see, gonna get. Me ma- this is not getting. Better. No one got hurt, but the. I, no one know, was gonna get hurt. It's a simulator. I just don't think you should blow things up. Well, no, I, I am not. I am not. Especially not while drunk. No. Anyway. um, Or sober. Or sober. It would have been a bad idea sober, too. Fletch comes from a very, very long line of nine-fingered Fletchers. He's going to lose a digit at some (laughs) point soon. Like, when you got the the, the saw and you're like, should I spend $1,500 on the one that doesn't have the blade stop? Or should I spend $2,500 on the one that did? And I'm like, well, let's amortize the $1,000 over the next 30 years of you missing a finger. Because one would stop if it touched a hot dog and one wouldn't. Well, I, so. guess, I guess if you if you lose a, if you have nine fingers, you're either a Japanese mafia or a Fletcher. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so moving on to another fun fact. <laughs> Speaking of historical drinking, um, maybe maybe we were, maybe we won't. But did you know the Pilgrims ended up on Plymouth Rock because um, they were running low on supplies, but specifically they were running low on liquor. How much do you think they used to drink back then? Kegs full. I mean, because what else did they have to do? I mean, they didn't have the internet. Think about this. They had nothing else to kill their time. Well, they had survival. They had survival, right? But, I mean, in between all that survival, you have a lot of, I think, you have a lot of dead time to kill, don't you? I I would think. I would think. You would imagine. Like, you're not always hunting. You're not always, you know. They didn't have Tide, so they couldn't take the Tide Pod challenge. Yeah, they didn't have any Tide Pod challenges. So, yeah, they needed to drink. Now, I'm not trying to push anyone into an opinion, but consider this. Hitler was a famous teetotaler, and Winston Churchill was one of the world's biggest drinkers. Coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Hitler, hate-filled, hate-filled and righteous. My family, teetotaling Baptist, also hate-filled and righteous. Okay. 
Hmm. So if you you're dotted fucking line. evil, then you don't like to have fun with life. <laughs> exactly. There we go. That's sometimes you sometimes you detonate an explosive here and there, but you're not going to hurt anybody with it. Okay, okay. Now, now here is my question. Now, since the U.S. has the highest drinking age in the world, do you think that leads to more binge drinking here since we don't grow up with it and it's not part of our socialization? I think so. Yes. I do. Well, I, I think did, so. I did not get to drink until I until I went in the military. Legally. Even though it was, and that was still underage. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a, there's a, a cromulent correlation there. By making it taboo, it makes it a little more fun and exciting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Well, well, I had a really sense. close friend that never drank all through childhood. He was actually our, Because it was um, childhood. Well, well, yeah, but he was our designated driver. <laughs> ah, early adulthood. And then, in his 30s, he started drinking. And it became a problem. Uh-oh. And he drinks with a vengeance. Made Uh-oh. up for lost time. See, so here we go. Lisa oh, dropped something. See, we're okay. dropping things now. Something fell. He didn't <laughs> drop it. It just fell. Yeah, he it's, fell because he pulled just gravity. the thing. Yes, Sometimes God turns up the gravity on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of drunk, drinking and, you know. Do you, do you guys need refills? Yeah, it's time for a refill and the inevitable aftermath. We will be back to talk about hangovers during the last call segment after oh, the break. It's the worst. Welcome back to Stories We Tell in Bars with me, Gina B., my co-host, Jen Lancaster, along with our special guests. We're going to finish up by talking about hangovers. Okay, I want to read you guys this passage that I found on flask.com about hangover cures. Hangover cures date back almost as far as alcohol itself, which makes sense. Ancient Romans believed that eating a fried canary would take care of their hangover symptoms, and the ancient Greeks were believers in the power of cabbage. Those are terrible drunk foods. Terrible. Um, Now, although these so-called cures probably sound silly, keep in mind that many people today are still trying to find the perfect cure for a hangover. For example, in France, they put salt into a strong cup of coffee, and in Puerto Rico, some drinkers actually lift their drinking arm and rub half a lemon under it. None of these cures actually fixes any of the symptoms of a hangover, which, um, no shit. You know how I cure my hangovers? By stopping before I get to that point. You know what I think about hangovers? Because I do not mix sugar and liquor. I avoid many of them completely. Mm. I rarely, 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 rarely have a hangover. Uh, If I have a sweet drink, that's when they start creeping in. If I am dehydrated... That's when I have that headache in the morning. Um, I find that a good turkey burger mm. <laughs> tends to help. So I, I like the fries and the turkey burger to to give me. They, and if that doesn't cure the hangover, at least it makes me feel good. No. In my opinion, um, the only way to get over a hangover is McDonald's. Dr. Lancaster, oh. provi- um, I prescribe a quarter pounder with cheese, large fries, and a fountain Coke. It has to be a fountain Coke. What's better? But why? I don't drink Coke. What's... It, like a Coke in a bottle or a can is fine, but the fountain Coke with like the extra heavy syrup, there's something about it that just, it just makes things right. What, Fletch, what do you, what do you get, do to cure your hangovers? Nothing. Nothing. You just live with it because that's the price you pay for indulgence. For fun? Right. Oh, so you just suffer through. Right. You just suck it up and that's how it you is. You know what you don't have? Salad niçoise. 
Oh no! We that on we this show. Not have salad in these ones. We did. Lee made that mistake um, once. What do you yeah. what What do you do now for hangovers? You? No, you know what works really I know well what you for like. me is Tom Yum. He soup. loves Thai food. Well, I don't know what that is. Tom Yum soup. It's Thai food. It's mm. like a lemongrass soup. Spicy. That's spicy. You have the worst hangover cures. It works. Though. <laughs> he they, he. Does it really just make you sweat it out? Somewhat, but it just like settles your stomach and then like ginger brew. Oh well, yeah, that ginger is a ginger natural. Ginger no yeah. yeah, yeah. There's the point of vomit. There is though. the uh, there's the idea like spicy and releases endorphins and that's good. But sometimes fatty will settle stomach. You know, there's all sorts of theories around it. So this is making me want McDonald's. This I, is problematic. This one down the Hydration okay. is probably the. <laughs> Hydration is key. But you know what? I have one more fact before we're out of here today, which also comes from flask.com. Did you know that there are 13 minerals essential to human life, and all of them can be found in alcohol? Every single one. So that means I don't have to eat anywhere. I can just drink. I think so. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think that, Gina, that's what you call a microphone drop. I, th- Boop. I think that we have covered this topic sufficiently. So this has been Stories We Tell in Bars with Gina B. and Jen Lancaster and our special guests, Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. Um, <laughs> thanks to G- DJ Lee Farmer for mastering the mix and our special guest, Fletcher. We are delighted to be broadcasting on Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes, too, also iHeartRadio. Now, do us a favor. If you like what you hear, please do rate us on iTunes, as that will help other listeners find us. For more about me, you can visit me at jenlancaster.com. You can keep up with Gina B at iamginab.com. And you can email us at storieswetellinbars at gmail.com and participate in our fitness challenge at facebook.com slash Gina Tell. It's Stories We Tell in Bars Fitness Challenge. There we go. There we go. We're now, easy to find. Now, we, we finish each show um, talking about if, if we've dinged by saying something pretentious. Gina has one ding credit in the bank, and these two assholes have one ding against each of them. We didn't so, say anything pretentious. Yeah, it doesn't mm. matter. We talked about scavenging warm beers out of a soybean field. Yeah, you, you yeah. both got dual ding. You, you got dings. You got dings. Right. That's that, not that pretentious. That's... Uh, I'm just happy to have the credit because I will undoubtedly need it. Oh, no, I, 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 I yes, I fully believe that. Yeah. Now, you don't have to go home. But you got to get the hell out of here. He just broke out of your hell. Huh, how rude. <laughs>